Basically, without the ocean, we wouldn't be able to survive. The ocean is a new frontier for all. Hello, this is the Weekly Tradecast, a new podcast brought to you by the UN Conference on Trade and Development. I'm Sarah Toms. We're exploring how major events are shaping trade and development and how that affects billions of people around the world. This week, we're looking at our oceans and how blue diplomacy can help conserve them. Governments, think tanks and activists have long put climate change and its negative impact under the spotlight. But little attention has been dedicated to our oceans. A recent UN conference in Lisbon worked to change that by charting a new course for a blue deal to find ways to combat illegal fishing, make shipping greener and reduce plastic pollution. With at least 3 billion people depending on the ocean for their livelihoods, it's crucial that we create a sustainable and resilient maritime economy that benefits us all. Well, joining me now to explain all this is David Vivas, Legal Officer in the Trade, Environment, Climate Change and Sustainable Development Branch of UNCTAD. Well, thanks for joining me, David. That's quite a title, isn't it? <laughs> so what exactly is a Blue Deal and how can it help our oceans? Oceans are essential for life. Oceans are our life support system in this planet. All life comes from oceans. 70% of the biosphere in the planet, the place we live, is a blue sea. Ocean absorb almost half of the uh, carbon dioxide emissions. Basically, without the ocean, we wouldn't be able to survive. But it's also the source of food, the source of transport ways for trade. It's a future source for energy, sustainable energy. It's a future source of medicines and new foods to sustain uh, the population growth in this planet. At the same time, the oceans are being threatened by plastic pollution, chemical pollution, heavy metals, noise, overfishing, and many human-driven activities. So the idea of a blue deal is to uh, make existing human activities in the oceans more sustainable, such as uh, transport, tourism, and fisheries, but also to harness, to benefit from new emerging sectors that could bring new potential economic gains for all. It's a delicate balance, though, isn't it, between protecting the ocean and financially benefiting from it? How can we achieve this? An excellent question. Well, the first is the essential concept of sustainable development is to continue growing without sacrificing the capital of the future generations. In this case, is how we can keep uh, uh, sustainably utilizing the ocean, again, without depleting it. 34% of all the fish stocks in the world are depleted already. That means more than a third of the stocks we have for our nutrition are already in danger. If we don't change the way we, we, we harvest, meaning we stop overfishing and uh, stop fueling illegal unreported activities on the sea, we may further deplete and, and at the end have no resources at all available for anybody. Right now, Several organizations, such as the WTO organization, just recently adopted a treaty against uh, fishery subsidies to ensure that governments don't put money in activities that are harmful, in fishing activities that are harmful for the ocean. So the resources are channeled towards sustainable activities. How would the Blue Deal work? The Blue Deal focuses on, on the economic element of the sustainability equation. 
meaning if we cannot have a productive and healthy ocean, we won't be able to generate the income necessary to sustain conservation and social livelihoods. The exports of ocean-based goods and services are about 2.5 trillion. This is equivalent, if that helps you, to the seventh economy in the world. But how much influence will these developing countries have on how any Blue Deal is drafted and implemented? I think they will be essential for a Blue Deal. They, I think we need to start thinking about who makes the decision. I think we need to start thinking about partnerships. We need all countries to be part of this partnership. The ocean doesn't have frontiers. They have theoretical frontiers. But if you pollute in one country, the pollution will go to the next. Mm. If you were fishing one area, there will be low resources on the other. So both developed and developing countries need to cooperate in this sustainable path. And what we're saying is that it has three components on trade, on investment and on finance. Trade to ensure that we trade sustainable, legally harvest products on investment and we invest in new sectors that enable sustainability, again, as offshore renewable energy and finance, because we need to take care of this blue capital. We need a plan from 2030 to 2050, because the challenge that we're going to see in population growth, in the limits of the natural resources in the next three decades are going to be huge. So it is something that's urgently needed. Then. Absolutely, absolutely. It's time to act. Now, we've already overfished our oceans and polluted it. <laughs> can we really reverse any of this damage that's been happening for so long then? We can still reverse it. This is uh, more possible than, for example, in the case of climate change. In the case of climate change, each day more difficult to reverse. In the case of the ocean, when we're talking about living uh, organisms, they, these are renewable resources. If you give them a break, if you set sometimes moratorium, if you stop overfishing, if you stop illegal subsidies, you know, to, or subsidies to illegal fishing, if you ensure that, that uh, fishing industry have certain quotas and limits and not abuse of the resources, the resource can re be restored naturally. Well, here's to the Blue Deal. And thank you to Ogtad's David Vivas for being today's guest. Tune in to the weekly Tradecast next week and every week for more insights on the most pressing issues around the world of trade and development. There's even more on our website, unctad.org. I'm Sarah Toms in Geneva. Goodbye for now.